In uncertain days, it is important to remember that our world is getting ready to meet God. We are all getting ready to meet Him. The King is coming. Today, we join Scott Pauley in walking through the final book of the Bible, the revelation of Jesus Christ. I have to tell you today that one of my favorite things about the flow of the book of Revelation is how the Lord gives us these, these heavy sections about judgment, about Satan, the Antichrist, the false prophet, the tribulation. Uh, but then immediately after each one of these descriptions, He lifts us back to heaven. He, he takes us back to God. He, he doesn't let us stay under that thought. He shows us that beyond this world, there's something else going on. So today we turn the page. We move from Revelation 12 and 13 where we see what the devil is doing on earth during the tribulation age. And we turn to Revelation chapter 14 verse number 1 and we get a little picture of what's going on in glory. Meanwhile, back in heaven, here's what you find. Revelation 14 verse 1 begins this way, And I looked, and lo, a lamb stood on the Mount Zion. Don't you love this? While Satan is doing his worst, while the Antichrist is leading the rebellion, while the false prophet is spewing forth lies, meanwhile, back in heaven, the Lamb is still standing. The Lamb is standing on top of the mountain overlooking the valley. He's standing on Mount Zion. Oh, what a beautiful picture of victory. Praise God for this. And the Bible goes on in verse number 1 to say, And with him... And 140 and 4,000 having his father's name written in their foreheads. Now, maybe you've heard about the 144,000. There's been a lot of uh, debate about this 144,000. And frankly, there's some false religious groups that claim they're a part of the 144,000 uh, or they misinterpret this 144,000. Basically, the 144,000 are 144,000 people, Jewish people, who will believe on the Lord during the tribulation age. We know there are going to be people saved during that period. And here are 144,000 Jews uh, that are branded by Christ, if you will, because of their faith in Christ. Uh, we saw them back in chapter 7. Now we see them again in chapter 14 after the tribulation. And now where are they? They are in heaven. So what do we learn about these 144,000 in the presence of the Lamb there in heaven. Well, let me give you several things that I think we learn from these opening verses of Revelation 14 about them. First of all, that they are preserved. Aren't you glad God always keeps His own? Let's just pause right here and say, Thank you, Lord, that we're in Your hand. Now, we are not the 144,000. This is, this is future. This is 144,000 believing Jews from the tribulation age. But here's the picture. Are you ready? Here's the picture. God always preserves His own. God always takes care of those who put their trust in Him. And so here they are. They've come through the tribulation. Uh, they now stand with the Lamb. They now are in Mount Zion. They now have passed beyond this, this tribulation. And I want to say to you, my friend, that if you belong to the Lord, the Lord always preserves His own. What else do we learn about them? Not only that they're preserved, but we also see that they are possessed. The Bible says at the end of verse number 1, they 
have his father's name written in their foreheads. <laughs> Literally, God's marked them. He says, these belong to me. They're possessed by our great God. In fact, one of the words that is used of them to describe them in this passage is they are redeemed. They're redeemed by Christ. They're marked by the Father. Let me just read a few verses. Verse 2 says, And I heard a voice from heaven as the voice of many waters, and as the voice of a great thunder. And I heard the voice of harpers harping with their harps. And they sung, as it were, a new song before the throne and before the four beasts and the elders. And no man could learn that song but the 144,000 which were redeemed from the earth. These are they which were not defiled with women, for they are virgins. These are they which follow the Lamb whithersoever he goeth. These were redeemed from among men, being the firstfruits unto God and to the Lamb. They're possessed. They've been redeemed. They literally have been bought. They've been purchased. God has claimed them for His very own. Oh, that's a beautiful thought, isn't it? And the Bible uses the word here, firstfruits. I believe that these 144,000 Jewish believers that not only believed on Christ, but preached of Christ and told the truth of, of the gospel during the tribulation age, that they're the first fruits of many others that will be saved during that period. God worked in them and God worked through them. They were preserved. They were possessed. And then they're praising. Did you hear in verse 2 and verse 3, uh, the voice of many waters, the voice of great thunder, the voice of the harpers, the voice from heaven? What were they doing? They were singing. They were singing a new song before the throne. They were praising the Lamb. This is wonderful, isn't it? As soon as the Lamb shows up, the song starts. Friend, I'm going to tell you something. Uh, there is no song like the song of the redeemed. There is no praise like praise to the Lamb of God that taketh away the sin of the world. So we know that they're praising God and we're going to praise God someday and we ought to praise Him now because we know the Lord. Yes, lots of terrible things are going to go on on earth during the tribulation period, but meanwhile in heaven, there's praising going on. And yes, there's some terrible things going on even now. We're not in the tribulation, uh, but there's some awful things going on in the world right now. But meanwhile, in, back in heaven, there's praising going on. Don't ever forget that earth is not all there is. Through eyes of faith and the lens of Scripture, look beyond into eternity. Look to the throne. What else do we learn about the 144,000? They're in heaven at this time in Revelation 14. Well, not only that they're preserved and possessed and praising, but this is wonderful. They are pure. The Bible says in verse 4 that they were not defiled with women. And it says in verse number 5, and in their mouth was found no guile. So do you see they're pure in deed and in word. He deals here with both their body and also uh, with their spirit. Uh, I love this thought. God has always wanted His people to be a pure people. A redeemed people ought to live like it. People who have been bought with the precious blood of Jesus Christ, there ought to be a difference in their life, a holiness, uh, putting away all the filthiness of the flesh and of the Spirit. Well, these believers from this tribulation age picture that for us. In fact, the Bible says at the end of verse 5, for they are without fault before the throne of God. Isn't that what the Lord has always wanted? to present us faultless before His throne. Uh, isn't that what was prayed for at the end of the book of Jude, that we might be presented faultless, blameless, unreprovable in His sight? And so the 144,000 are distinct Jewish believers who come to Christ and are used of God during the tribulation age. They are preserved, they are possessed, they are praising, and they are pure. But here's the application to us today. I've been meditating on this because sometimes we get so bogged down looking into the future, we forget the present. 
Can I remind you that if prophecy makes no difference in the way you live today, you've missed the point. Uh, because the, the purifying hope we have uh, causes us to live different today. The testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. So as you study these 144,000, as you look to the Lamb, as you get a glimpse of what goes on in heaven in the future, what does it say to us? It says to us that this is actually a revelation of what God has always wanted for His people. Remember, this is not just a revelation of things and of events. This is a revelation of God. God will preserve His own. We are a possessed people redeemed by the blood of Christ. We are to be praising Him now and forever, and we are to keep ourselves pure as followers of the Lamb. Let earth do its worst. Heaven wins. Let Satan have his way. God is greater. Let men go on in their sin, but let those of us who name the name of Christ depart from iniquity and follow the Lamb of God. May the Lord help all of us today to live on earth as we should and will someday in heaven. The purpose of all Scripture is to see God. In Revelation, the curtain is pulled back and we are reminded not to simply look at world events, but to look to Christ. We hope you will join us next time as Scott Pauley continues our study through this amazing book of the Bible. You may also join us right now for additional studies and a library of helpful resources at enjoyingthejourney.org. You will find several new features at our online home, and we trust they will be a blessing to you as you walk with God. Plan to visit us each day at enjoyingthejourney.org, and we look forward to returning to Revelation on our next broadcast. Keep your eyes on Christ and look up. The King is coming.